You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. He definitely understands that he's the guy in charge. He's going to be the guy in the huddle, and, you know, he's got to be an extension of us. You know, we're excited for him. We've got a lot of confidence in him. I think he showed it in the limited action he did last year. And Broadcasting live from the ESPN Madison studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Do you ever watch the show Pee Wee Herman, his TV show? Yes. Do you remember the word of the day sort of gag? I do. Well, today's word of the day, kids, is hedge. Oh. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. It's Monster Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush Coors Light. He's Alex Strofe. I am Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton will be back on the show on Thursday. Allegedly. Allegedly. He promises, but Matt Hamilton, sometimes with this show, overpromises and underdelivers as far as showing up. Now, when he's here, <laughs> he'll deliver 50% of the time. He's like Sex Panther like that, the uh, Anchorman cologne. There you go. 50% yeah. of the time. It works 100% of the time. That's Matt Hamilton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, and today's word that is... That was the most obscure reference that you made in the first 60 seconds of the show. I think you've ever made. Well done. More obscure than the Pee Wee Herman show? Uh, they're both obscure, but go on. Word of the day is hedge why. You know why. What is the details of the new contract signed by Mr. Jordan Love, who, God help me, I don't know why he signed this deal. Well, I do know why he signed this deal, but let's get into the, the details here. Breaking news earlier today from our, our friend Adam Schefter at ESPN. Is he our friend? He's friend of the of Good Karma. He's on with uh, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy uh, during football season. And he so, nailed the name of the show. Nicely I done. did. Yeah. It breaks my brain to try to say it like that, yeah. but I did get it right. But Adam Schefter had the news. Jordan Love extends his contract. Give us the details, Oxtroff. Uh, yeah, the details that I definitely have in front of me right now, Jim, are... I was, the, the, I was filibustering. No, I have I, in I, front okay. of me. I'm just kidding. Uh, One-year extension, so that's the 2024 season, uh, which includes $13.5 million guaranteed, but can be up can be worth up to $22.5 million, so an extra $9 million there. Uh, but we are not quite certain on what that is, whether that's performance-based, whether that is initiative-based, like showing up for off-season programs, etc. Uh, but it is it, it is uh, at least $13.5 million guaranteed for Jordan Love. But it can be worth up to more than $22 million, which, of course, would be more than the fifth-year option that the team could have picked up. But obviously the team did not pick up the option. They offered the extension instead. And I'm intrigued by you saying, you don't know why Jordan Love signed it. Why don't you know well, why? Well, I do, but it's not the answer I think Packer fans are looking for. And that's why I'm using the word hedge. Shout out to JJ and Point. I had to chime in 844-770-3776. You can do the same. Not, abs- not at all obscure. 60% of the time it works every time is one of the most quoted movie lines. Thanks, JJ. Uh, maybe not most, but it's, it's certainly used. I would agree. All right. It's a little obscure. While we're talking Packers, Great give me obscure though. or give me your favorite line from any movie. 844-770-3776. You can go ahead and text it in, you can call it in. Give me a line that you like from a movie. Go ahead, make my day. 844-770-3776. We do a whole show on one-liners. Oh boy, I'm but not going to last long. 
The hedging of the bet here by the Green Bay Packers is I think they called up Jordan Love's agent and said, hey, man, we're not picking up his option. Right. We're not picking up that $20 million. So, However, <laughs> here's what we can offer you. Yep. We will get basically guarantee you $13 million that will guarantee us some sort of coverage if Jordan Love is good, that we have him under cost control for two seasons, and it, you know, 13 is uh, better than zero. And, and I, I think that's the way it broke out. And Jordan Love, everyone will be happy if Jordan Love hits all the escalators. If they're performance-based, he probably won't. I have no problem with the Packers hedging their, their bets on a business side of things, but I do think it is a continued glimpse and indication that the Packers know that they do not know anything about Jordan Love, the quarterback. And they also know... Eh. No, I think that's... as They've said it a couple times. We can hear from Goody. And Aaron Rodgers even said this when he praised Jordan Love. We still have to see him play, play right. with a team game playing against them. And he might have a good first three or four games. And then what happens? So yeah. you have to see a whole season out of Jordan Love. And the Packers are hedging because... They don't see enough in practice. They have not seen enough in practice in the games he's played or in the preseason through uh, three seasons so far to say we feel comfortable doing more than what we just did, which is hedging our bet. Yeah, I disagree with half of that, though, because the, the Packers obviously know more than us. That's something you and I can both agree on, right, is, is they have seen the practices, and, the, and, and uh, we've seen the preseason games the last two years. But, but they're also biased because they picked the game. Well, of course. So you've got to account for a lot of different of things course, when you do right. this. There's a lot of different factors that play into this. But, yes, they are hedging. I will agree with that part of what you're saying, right? I mean, they're only on the books for 13 and 24 if, for some reason, Jordan Love goes out next year in 23, stinks up the joint, and they have the number one pick overall, they pick Caleb Williams. And then all of a sudden, Williams is your starting quarterback in 24, right? So that's the hedge aspect of this. But the reason they're offering, in my eyes, this contract to Jordan Love is strictly because they want to make a commitment to a point, but they don't want to overpay. And Again, that goes back to the hedging aspect of this. But I don't think it's because they don't know what he is, right? They have the confidence that Jordan Love can be a good quarterback. And I think oh, they've been pretty no, open if they that. did, they would they would have done a, a better deal that like would have secured him here longer. Uh yeah. They have the confidence that he can he's earned the Love, I don't think Jordan Love would have signed it then. I think they have the confidence to say we're gonna give Jordan Love full uh carte blanche to try to earn this job. For the future, it is his now. Yeah. That's the confidence they yeah. have in him. They have this. They have less confidence in Jordan Love than the Saints do in, in Derek Carr, mm. and anyone else that signed a deal that's more. Mm. They have the same confidence in Jordan Love as the Bears had in Mike Glennon. Mm. That's the confidence level we are looking at right now with the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love. It's now, more definitive than Glennon, but I understand your point because obviously Glennon was more. And, but they went out and drafted Trubisky. Right, but Glennon, Glennon did more in the NFL to that point. Absolutely. Then Jordan Love. Absolutely. Uh, we are also asking you 844-770-3776 for your favorite movie quote. I don't care what it's from. Yeah, Sadler we can only read, what, two of these? <laughs> Sadler chimes in, show me the money, and say hello to my little friend. Uh, Leroy says, my crap always works sometimes. That's uh, modified. Yep. And you're telling me I can't say uh, motorboating? Well, you just did. So you can say motorboat. Uh, Matt yeah. Hamilton motorboats out on the lake all the time. Yeah, what, what, what are the uh, three words after that? Uh, you could say. Well, we have to paraphrase here. <laughs> you did it, didn't you? You motorboat and son of a gun. And we'll leave off the last part to really set it out there. Matt Hamilton loves to motorboat out on the lake. That's what she said. <laughs> He's got a motorboat. Alex Stroh, 
Is that not what they're talking about in Wedding Crashers? Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's absolutely what they're talking about. You're so right, Jim. So we will take your random movie quotes. How about, uh, how about the Bills signing former Seahawks defensive tackle Puna Ford? It's a real name. Uh, good for them. Did he? I've never heard his name called in NFL uh, broadcast nah, before, to be honest. Just thought it was an interesting name. So back to my interesting take. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. So I'm actually, I actually think the Packers doing this should give you, make you feel heartened that Goody's not blindly in love. Love is not blind, or love is not blinding Goody right now. Goody's saying, "You're right. I picked you," and because of that, and because of what we've seen in practice, I'm saying, I feel good enough to hedge here. If the Packers just walked away. You'd feel completely different about it, but they didn't do that. They they uh, they hedged, and they feel good about it. And I think that is what I think that's what you can be excited about if you're a Packer fan is that they feel good enough to hedge. Yeah, I mean, it's not like this is that Jordan Love is garbage. It's they're saying we've seen enough in practice to give you a f- one full season as a starter. That's really what this is. This, this uh, is too, though. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't because if they're guaranteeing thirteen million dollars in twenty twenty four, unless he totally to my earlier point, right? Unless he totally stinks next right, year, right? Like I'm talking thirty second starting quarterback in the National Football League. He's got a guaranteed full season and into next season. But if he stinks next year and they have a top ten pick and they take those two picks, one from the Jets and one from themselves, and maybe package of a second rounder and move up to get. Uh, I don't, you know, the quarterback from North Carolina or whomever, uh, or the quarterback from USC, whoever is viewed as the top guy at that point. Yeah. Well, then that's saying the clock is ticking for Jordan Love. So yes, he might get a season and a half, but that quarterback's going to be lingering uh, with a large shadow in the background. So this does. This is good business for the Packers, and they played hardball with Jordan Love. I don't think it'll backfire like it did with Aaron Rodgers because no, they know. went to Jordan Love and said, "Hey, man, we like you. We don't love you." I don't think they said that, but I, I understand your point. I wish they did. That'd be great. No, it wouldn't be. It'd be hilarious. That'd be really bad, in fact. It'd be the worse exact than alien, of great. Worse than alienating your quarterback who's now the happiest man alive out in New York, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, he's currently on the Pat McAfee show, Jim, like yes. right now as we speak. Uh, so we'll probably hear from him a bit later in the show. Uh, but I'm just reading some quotes. Yeah. He, he said he's been pinching himself all week. He can't, he can't believe this is real, that he's in New York. Uh, Aaron Rodgers just said that. So there you go on the Pat McAfee show, which we'll get to a bit later. Daryl and Deerfield chimes in. Uh, we don't need no stinking Badgers. That's uh, his quote. I think he's referencing from something else. Uh, Jeremiah Madison says, don't attempt to grow a brain from the movie Speed. Uh, the J.J. Poinette chimes in saying, I speak fluent movie quotes with a little picture there. And then the Adam Madison chimes in on the actual topic. Although you can call it lack of confidence, I think the Love deal is more of a la- is more lack of assurance. They're confident in him, or they would have done more to keep Rodgers. Uh-uh. They want to see him prove he can do what they believe he can do, and I'm sure Jordan is well aware of this, and he has no issue signing. I think deal. he's spot on. I, I, I think everything no, he no, said no, in that no, text no. is spot on. No, Rogers deal was that Rogers thing was done. It was past Cook. They had to move on from Rogers. Uh, yes and no, right? Because if if they knew they were moving on from Rogers this offseason, they wouldn't have given him that deal last year. Um, right, but I'm saying that this off like this off season and the way last season went, the Packers it was, said it was time to turn the done. page. For sure. Like I think it's more. I think we're going to learn more and more as we see. I don't Aaron, know that we're going to at so, least for a while. Right, but. We see Aaron. We don't even have to learn it. We see Aaron in New York, freshly cut, 
smile on his face, happily practicing a man about town during all this volunteer stuff. Aaron didn't show up for that for a while. Yeah. So just that alone, on the outside looking in, sees a you see a man who's more engaged with his new team than he was with the prior team. I think the Packers yeah. are smarter than we think where they know and they knew it was toxic. And again, this isn't a this isn't a knock against Jordan Love. This is a hedge. The Packers are looking at Jordan Love saying, "Hey man, we see enough to give you an opportunity, but we do not see enough to go all in with you. So, we're hedging. We hope you work out, but we're also covering our butts if you don't." Yeah. And that is the fa- they like him. That, they don't love him. Yeah, that that I agree with, right? And, you know, to go back to Rodgers, this is Kind of chapter three of the Aaron Rodgers revitalization of his career, right? Chapter one was in 2008 when he took over as the starter after being a backup for three years. Chapter two is in 2019 when Matt LaFleur took over as the head coach. Um, and, and he became, obviously, a, a three- and then four-time MVP under LaFleur. And now this is the third revitalization as he heads to uh, to, to the Big Apple and, and becomes the face of the franchise for the New York Jets. So he's certainly revitalized. He's certainly re-energized. Uh, you know, and and a change of scenery, and I think you know a, a lot of Packers fans, me included, at this point, agree a change of scenery was best for both sides. Now it's going to work out a little bit better for Aaron Rodgers in year one than it will for the Packers, but down the road is ultimately it, it ultimately depends on what Jordan Love is. If Jordan Love comes out and lights the world on fire in 2023, which I think is unlikely, but if it ha- I mean of course it's a possibility. If Jordan Love is to come out and light the world on fire, maybe the Packers are laughing all the way to the bank and back to the NFC playoffs, which in a not very crowded NFC, again, it's a possibility. I don't think it's highly realistic, but it is a possibility. And that's how the Packers are looking at Jordan Love I think right. in year one. I hey, think it's right. possible he cooks and blows it up, but we like you right now. They, that's it. That's the headline. If I'm writing the headline uh, for whatever paper still exists, or if I'm writing it for ESPN.com, Packers like not love Jordan Love. That's it. They like him. They're in like with Jordan Love. They they're are not in, like. in love with Jordan Love. They're in like. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think they're right not about moving that. in together. They're not saying well, I love yeah, they you. Are. They're moving in together. They're saying I, there's probably you would move in with someone you don't love. Uh, no, not me personally. But um, they're clearly moving in together. He's the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. I don't know, man. This this analogy is getting weird, Jimmy. It is because I just think that this, is this a rebound they've moved in with? Maybe like would that be the way to look at it? Or they're maybe in a relationship with a rebound? I just think, and we're kind of talking about levels here. To me, I'm, we're talking emotions and we're talking physical. Like Sometimes moving in together could be, hey, we date long enough, let's just save some cash and move in together and see how it goes. Yeah. This is more, when I'm talking emotions here, they like Jordan Love, but they're not in love with Jordan Love. They're dating, they're not proposing. Like, we can do it like that. Okay. They have not proposed. They are, maybe they moved in and they, they're in like with them and they think maybe they can love them. But they have not popped the question. They, they've extended the relationship, though. The relationship's safe for the time. Promise there. ring? Yeah, I think we're with this extension, that might be the promise ring. Also, so dumb. Oh, yeah, they're the worst things ever created. I don't know why they exist. So, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up, because a girl I went to college with who um, I wasn't, like, super tight with by any means, but... Um, but you, know. you, you promise ringed her? No, no, no. How no. Do you, what do you even call that? So it is. I don't know, but it's getting weird, so let's stop with whatever you're doing there. The contractions. Um... And so anyway, so she had, you know, she had kind of dated, uh, not dated, but seen one of my friends. You get what I'm getting at. And so, we, we, you know, she was around for a while. She started dating this guy in college and like immediately got a promise ring, right? <laughs> they recently got engaged over the weekend and I've seen it all over social media. 
And I said to, to Taylor, my girlfriend, I said, I thought they were already engaged. She said, no, she's had a promise ring for like four years. Like, so what the hell's the point? Yeah, I don't even know. You can't blame jewelers for this because I don't know any jewelers that market promise no, rings. No, 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 no. Like, this is no. just stupid. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. Shout out to JJ and Poinette who chimes in with, uh, the Packers are afraid to be alone situation. Right? <laughs> well, you can't not have a quarterback. But, but, you I know, understand his point. Yeah, yeah. no, that's uh, that's kind of a good way to describe <laughs> the, the Packers' uh, feelings right now. Also, the New York Mets have reached out to Aaron Rodgers about throwing out a first pitch at City Field. He's going to do it. Mr. New York. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he is a... Uh, he is absolutely. He is he ain't complicated in New York. No, he's a king. He's the king of New York right now. Yeah. He's absolutely the king of New York City right now, which is and why he's loving it. Yeah, he's eating up all the attention. Any who wouldn't, right? By by all means, like I can't give him too hard of a time. Who wouldn't? He's in the biggest market in the United States, and you know, debatably the biggest sports market in the world. And he is the king there, right? Because these people haven't adamantly watched or listened to everything he said for the last three years. Like you and I have, Jim, and, and, and you have Ryan, and a lot of our fans listening to the show have, right? We've heard every word just about Aaron Rodgers has said over the course of the last three years, if not 10 years, if not 15 years. And New York is just deciding to ignore everything that happened at the end of his time in Green Bay because they didn't have an eye on it. They didn't know this was a realistic possibility that one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history was going to be their guy until two months ago. Less than that. So they've just started you know, really clocking in on everything Aaron Rodgers has said the last two months, and everything he said the last two months has been likable. In fact, I would go a step further. If I'm a Jets fan, everything he said the last two months has been lovable. And you see him out at Rangers games, RIP to them. And you see him out at Knicks games, right? And now he's going to be throwing out first pitch at Mets games. You see him all over the town. How wouldn't you love this guy? He's so lovable uh, as, as a New York sports figure. It's wild to me because there's been a total turnaround from comfortable Aaron Rodgers, who's been in the same place for 18 years, to, oh, New city, new town, new faces, new places. He's eating all of it up, but who wouldn't? This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. continues live from the Spark Building. We are... We haven't really asked you the question, but Jordan Love... How does it make you feel about Jordan Love's future that the Packers are hedging on him? 844-770-3776. And we'll ask out the Iron Jock poll question. What word would you describe this new Jordan Love contract? Hedge? Win-win? Mistake? I wouldn't use mistake. I'm just trying to think of some phrases there. I don't know if we want to throw a fourth one up there. Uh, Ryan, you can. Uh, Alex Strofe with me. I'm Jim Rutledge. And so we're asking you, Jordan Love, he's extended, but it, not really. It's more of he worked, he reworked his deal. So essentially he went from making $20 million next year to 13. And there's a possibility for him to earn more. Yeah. And the easiest way to look at it is the Packers are, they like Jordan Love. They don't love him right now. But look, liking's not nothing. doesn't mean you won't get there to propose to him in this analogy, and you won't start to love them. But right now, they're actually doing smart business. They're not blinded by their pick of Jordan Love. They're not foolishly jumping into it with Jordan Love just because they picked him. 
but it also tells you that Jordan Love hasn't shown the Packers enough for them to fully commit long-term with him. What they've shown him is that, hey, you've earned the opportunity through your time here. He'd have to be horrendous as a teammate and as a player not to get this, but basically they're saying, you've worked hard enough, we've seen enough progression, you've earned a shot, especially, and the Packers have been telling you this with their moves, every single day, they are planning on just rolling it out there this year and seeing what happens. They're not going to make any big free agent splashes, they're not making any major trades, they're not trying to lose anything, but they're not... They're just going to roll their roster out there and see what they have, and then the following year they'll probably make some some moves, start making moves. $50 million in cap space isn't massive. It's massive from what the Packers have had, but it probably still will be just outside the top 10 in cap space going into next year. Assuming Maybe it's a little bigger now with the, the reworking of Jordan Love's deal because I think that $50 million accounted for a $20 million cap hit for Jordan Love. But the Packers are accumulating draft picks. They're not signing free agents and they didn't sign a major deal for their young quarterback. Alex, that sounds like a team that won't use the words rebuilding, but at least for a year they're retooling. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's somewhere in the middle of those two, right? Retooling and rebuilding, at least in 23. Uh, it's going to be rough, right? I mean, I've, I've come to the conclusion that this year is not going to be very fun. Uh, it's going to be fun in its own way, right? Because as, as we've talked about plenty of times for the last 30 years you've had championship expectations for the first time in 2023 as Packers fans we don't have championship expectations you have expectations of figuring out who the hell Jordan Love is right I mean you understand his character at this point you've seen enough interviews he's a good dude uh his teammates like him and they've they for the last uh, you know at least year at least have talked very highly of him right and we, we've played audio from all sorts of players that said yes this guy can be it now so we'll see. I want to point out two things. Yeah. That sounds exactly, and I know this is true from people who are in the organization as well, exactly like Mitch Trubisky. His teammates loved him. Yeah. They knew he worked his ass off. Yeah. They knew he was ready to play, and he was locked in when he was out there. Yeah. And everyone in that building, everyone wanted him to succeed. So, And he didn't. Those are all the bare minimums. You still have to do it. Now, it is good that he has those bare minimums. He's not Jamarcus Russell or, or not uh, Jeff George. Great or, pulse. Uh, or any of these other you know guys who had questionable leadership qualities. Ryan Leaf, maybe Ryan another Leaf. good pull there. Yeah, yeah but that, that was a little bit different. You're right. little addiction problems there. You can't say Cutler had the ability to cover up maybe some of the stuff with him. But Jordan Love has those things unquestionably. But that, that uh, and a dollar will get you an Arizona iced tea. Like, yeah. That's it. So... Those are dollar twenty nine now, which they is, finally bumped those up, huh? Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, Josh and Madison chimes in. Last year, Rogers with hurt ribs and broken thumb still starts. As far as I'm guessing, over Jordan Love, that's a little bit of politics there. You can't bench Aaron Rodgers, so that, I don't think that indicates anything for Jordan Love. But I will say. Would have been nice if they did, though, right? Because ultimately, looking back, hindsight's of course twenty twenty. They didn't make the playoffs. It would have been great to see Jordan Love. But. Aaron Rodgers, and he didn't do this on purposely. Inadvertently, screwed the Packers over more than any other way he could. No, and, when- and, and you're right. It was it was inadvertently entirely right. He wanted to make the playoffs, and he was a game. He was a win away from doing such, and uh, we got no Jordan Love out of it. Eight four four sucks. Looking back on that, Jim. It still hurts, that Detroit game in mid-January. It was disastrous. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers really lost in that game. His last pass as a Packer was an interception. And we, we don't Farms talk about that enough. Pass as a Packer. Also an interception. Pretty wild how that works out. 
They both started 15 years, too, if I'm not mistaken, which is wild. It is, and they both went to the Jets, and they both ended. It's less ugly this time for Rodgers, but I think because Packer fans are calloused. Well, yeah, but they, they, they both lost win-or-go-home games at Lambeau Field. Favre's was obviously in the playoffs. Rodgers was not, but it was win-or-go-home games, and they both ended it with an interception. It's just crazy. Anyway, sorry. No, nothing to complain about. Uh, it is wild, and it is also it's supposed to be nice next week, so I'm going to get out and, and get some golf in. But the nice thing is because I go to Carbon World Health, I've noticed just in my golf swing, everything I'm doing athletically, it's all happening a little bit easier, partly because of the six-week experience you can sign up for, but also because of semi-glutite. Uh, this month, for May, you can sign up. Uh, go to CarbonWorldHealth.com. You go to their Facebook and Instagram to see the full details of these specials. But you can sign up for a specific amount of time of semi-glutite treatment, and they'll include the workouts. So that is a major value there. Semi-glutite is going to help you get the results from your workout. It is an FDA-approved weight loss treatment. It will help you burn fat, not muscle, and it'll help you drop weight. I have dropped 26 pounds, kept up my muscle mass, and my body fat percentage has dropped from the high teens to about 10%. That can all happen for you at Carbon World Health. Ask them about semi-glutide. Ask them about hormone replacement. One of those two things, along with working out, will help you reach your fitness and weight loss goals, helping you enjoy the summer more, helping you enjoy kayaking and golfing and being out at the beach, feel better about your body, feel better in your body. All that happens at Carbon World Health. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Show if you look like you need a drink. I recommend going to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. Have Kevin over there make a drink. Enjoy the sizzle and swirl. Uh, happy hour over at Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton, the best happy hour in Madison, best kept secret in Madison. Enjoy the Horseshoe Bar. Whether you're going there for a date night, you're going there to you know, impress a, a client, going there just to hang out and enjoy a happy hour, uh, going there for a big event. Lee will take care of all that for you, and if you're just going there for happy hour, Kevin's got you covered over at Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. And this is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Lights Trophy. You want a drink here because... Aaron Rodgers uh, is talking about playing for a long time, but if you yeah. were going to have a drink, what drink would that be? Yeah, my, my friends at Door County Distillery are the best. They make the brandies, the gins, the vodkas, the rums, whatever you need. They've got you covered. Uh, I was up there the other week up in Carlsville in Door County checking out their distillery, the winery section. It's just awesome. So if you're, if you're planning any summer trips to Door County, it is a must-go to Door County Distillery and Door County Winery. Tell them I sent you. But otherwise... You can make the Cherry Brandy Old Fashioned, my personal favorite. They sell the Cherry Brandy here in the Madison area as well as their bourbon, their whiskey, whatever you need, your, your rum, the gin. Uh, really, li- I've never been a huge gin guy, but I really like the gin from Door County Distillery. Uh, you can find it at any of your favorite retailers. You can also find their uh, craft cocktail recipes on their website and the location nearest to you at DoorCountyDistillery.com. Pat McAfee had Aaron Rodgers on today, and we'll get the audio cut up. I did send it to... Ryan, he can take a try to get that cut up in a little bit here. But Pat McAfee told Aaron Rodgers, looks like the ball is spinning. Aaron is the paraphrase quote there from Pat McAfee. Aaron replies, I think I'll still be able to spin it for a long time. I'm really mad. I'm really mad. It's been good out uh, there with all the guys, and there's a lot of excitement around here. 
how do we feel about Aaron Rodgers living his best life out in New York? 844-770-3776. It's like when you get out of a bad relationship that was really like, you used the word toxic earlier, so I'm going I'm to steal that from you. Okay. It was kind of toxic toward the end. By no fault of anybody's, right? It's just it's a relationship that's kind of run its course. And, you know, you finally make the collective decision to break up. And, you know, you move on with your life. You try to figure out your identity as a single man or woman. And, you know, you try to figure out what that identity is. And then you pull up Instagram. And you see your ex-girlfriend moved back to a new city or moved out to a new city. She's posting these sexy ass Instagram pictures. She looks great. And she is feeling herself in the new city. But it's hard. It's more than that, though. Think of like all the things that you asked her to maybe do that she wouldn't do at the uh, end, yeah. For the relationship that now she is happily doing uh, publicly, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. Like maybe you wanted her to go to the NFL draft and now she's at the draft with her new boyfriend. Whatever it was, uh, you wanted her to make you grilled cheese while you played video games. Just thinking of dumb things that guys your age would want done. And (laughs) so, like, and now she's posting Instagram photos of of her uh, doing that, like, in a swimsuit. Like, yes, it's absolutely horrendous. And so I think our secondary Iron Jack Bowl question is, are you happy that Aaron Rodgers seems happier uh, than he's been in a long time in New York? Now, my answer to that question is yes. You are happy. I'm happy for Rodgers. Look, I mean, he gave me so many great years, so many great memories. And at the end of the day, Jim, while he should have won more than one, he won a Super Bowl for the Green Bay Packers. Gave you a child? Gave me a child. Right, um, so yeah, no, I mean it's 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 absolutely. Uh, I don't like that. I it, want, it's tough, but I am happy for eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I want someone angry. I'm not, I'm not bitter. Not even not for like my like. I'm happy you're angry. I'm like you should be mad. Like screw this. Like this is a bunch of crap. Aaron Rodgers acted like a giant man baby for the last three years in Green Bay because his feelings got hurt because they thought maybe this plan for the future. And we're seeing it firsthand that Aaron Rodgers, at some level, was a cancer in Green Bay. Because you look at how he operated, and you look, and he purposely cut himself off from being the best version of himself that he can be. He said, I'm not coming to voluntary things. Yeah, but that's I'm not, not going to make com- him that much better. I'm not going to go do this. I'm not going to go to all the different things I used to go. He purposely chose not to do certain things in Green Bay because his feelings were hurt. Out of spite. It's like the Jerry Seinfeld thing. I want to return this shirt out of spite. Aaron Rodgers sure as hell looks like he chose to do things or not do things in Green Bay out of spite. And the evidence for it is exactly what he's doing in New York. And I get it. It's very human, but it also can burn. And I think Packer fans should sit here and say, this sucks. Aaron Rodgers can kiss my butt. I'm now more in on Jordan Love than ever. Like, that's what I would be doing right now if my fav- if Michael Jordan went to Washington and was going out there. Fat Michael, yeah. And, and I mean, it doesn't work because Jordan didn't leave on bad terms. Chicago pushed out. Uh, Michael Jordan, unfor- like that's how that ended, yeah, but, not the other way around. But he wasn't Jordan. In, but here's in the thing: right? in in this comp, though, the Bulls pushed out Jordan, and the Bulls are relentlessly ripped in Chicago forever because they ended that dynasty yeah. too early. Yeah. So, as an example, it's okay to put someone's feet to the fire because Aaron Rodgers is showing you that in Green Bay, he gave his full athletic ability, yeah. but he didn't give his full self. 
And screw that if I'm a Packer fan. Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of get what you're getting at. I don't agree with it at all, though. I mean, like, you're I, just not I, an angry guy. Like, spilt screw milk. Aaron Rodgers. It's spilt milk. This is crap. I'm, I'm not going to cry not over spilt milk. Yes, the spilt milk is still on the table. The spilt milk is still on the table, but it's in a table in New York City, not in Green Bay, Wisconsin anymore. It's the anymore. spilt milk that you told Aaron Rodgers, in this case, move the cup. Do something different. Get it out of your way. And he didn't do any of those things. Right. And then spilled it on purpose on his way out the door. And you're just like, <laughs> it's fine. Right, but you're putting one million percent of the blame on Aaron Rodgers, and like that—that's that's not factually correct. What am I doing? You're putting the blame completely on Aaron Rodgers for his actions in Green Bay. It's 100 percent his fault. Dude, like we can't sit here and act like him showing up to spring, uh, you know, voluntary camp is changing anything. No, I don't care about the results. But you're that, asking about the results. Analogy I'm, started. I'm right? talking about because the process. he's doing the things he wouldn't right, do. But you're talking about the results. I'm talking about the process. It is him in. And everything in New York, big smile on his face. Pat McAfee, big smile on his face, not being cryptic. Cuts his hair, smiling, talking about... He just Cuts went, his hair. He went back to Aaron Rodgers three years ago. That's my point. It's not the results of when they won more games. It is, why did he have right. to be... And what is the biggest issue Packer fans have with Aaron Rodgers the last couple of years? His diva and drama. And he's yes. left all that in Green Bay. And if I'm a Packer fan, I'm furious because I didn't deserve it. But Packer that's, fans that's exa- did not deserve that's exactly that the crap point, from Aaron Rodgers. But that's exactly the point. Let's go back to our toxic relationship analogy, right? Is because this was a two-sided argument. Rodgers was pissed at the organization. He's a grown-ass man that can act like a man and not be a giant baby. But so the Packer can, fans didn't deserve this. But does Mark Murphy but act Pack- like a grown-ass man? The Packers were not personal with it. They made business decisions that Aaron Rodgers didn't like. Aaron Rodgers got in his feelings and purposely decided. Again, back to the relationship analogy. He decided... I'm going to act like this because I don't like how I was treated. The Packers may have not made the right business decision and may have hurt his feelings with their business decisions, but those were business decisions. Aaron Rodgers made it personal and acted like a baby, and Packer fans do not deserve that. And Packer fans should be infuriated that Aaron Rodgers chose to act like a giant baby his last few years in Green Bay. Regardless of what happened on the field, you didn't deserve that drama. And the number one thing that Packer fans say when they say they were happy Aaron Rodgers was gone is I'm sick of the drama and he was the problem to quote Taylor Swift <laughs> I, I, I can appreciate a good Taylor Swift quote but let's keep in mind what happened right let's not just say Aaron Rodgers is pissed about nothing Who? they were in an NFC championship game in 2019 what they do in the draft they moved up the draft as replacement who wouldn't be pissed about that who wouldn't be? A man who is a grown man who's uh, confident enough in his skin because he won a Super Bowl and won an MVP, and he could go out there and, if nothing else, control his action. Don't sign your contract. Don't sign the extension. Show up. Put a smile on your face. What did Tom Brady do in New England? He let his contract ride out, and yeah. we didn't know until he was gone that he was going. Act like a man. Be Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers continues to prove he is lesser and lesser than a man like Tom Brady. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Woo! You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. You got the show. Three-time Wisconsin Sports Raider of the Year, Jason Wildey. I will do my best to be as articulate as Matt was when I answered my question here about Alan Lazard. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. Take All right. care. Be good. <laughs> With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Perfect. 
Perfect timing for Jason Wildey to be joining the show as Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show when told that he's really spinning it out there in New York. He replies with, I think I can spin it well for a long time. <sighs> uh, Jason, uh, we had some discussions here, and thanks for joining discussions. the show. That's the word we're going to use? Uh, I may have ranted. <laughs> and everyone handles things differently, but I just think Packer fans deserve better than what Aaron Rodgers gave them the last couple years. Because Packer fans, I think, were most upset, I'm talking off the field, with the drama from Aaron Rodgers. They all were willing to, to appreciate or take the drama with how great he played. And then obviously that drama overshadows play last year, and the Packers seize the opportunity to move on. But to see him in New York embracing the city, embracing his teammates, embracing maybe playing longer, uh, embracing the organization, like it bothers the hell out of me because Packer fans should have gotten more out of Aaron Rodgers. There was no reason. He gave all he could as a player, but there was no reason. He purposely chose to act this way, the way he did the last few years. And that was clearly he was just pouting here, and now he's making it very clear. Now that he's happy, he'll give you everything you ever want. And that annoys the bejesus out of me, but maybe I'm a bad person, Jason. Hi. How hey. are you guys? Today? I'm good. We wanted to set it up for you. <laughs> yeah, coming in hot here, Wildy. Yeah, I don't uh, uh, I don't know if I will go as far as you will or did. Uh, I was not tuned in. Uh, That's right. For your rant. I'll check that out on uh, Wisconsin On Demand. But um, I would be curious if um, to what degree Rodgers was kind of like that guy who's in a relationship with uh, someone that he's kind of lost his enthusiasm for. And I'm not saying that he felt that way about all of his teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not being pulled over for that. Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to ask what the hell's going on. An ambulance passing by, ah. so they're obviously much to help someone. Um so, I, so sorry, I was a little distracted. I want to make sure I got out of the way. Um, like I, I think it was it was a, a a relationship that was going nowhere. Like you know, one of those couples that has uh, either been married for a long time and one side has kind of checked out a little bit, or the or the other side has been so obnoxious that someone who used to give the relationship everything that they had is no longer willing to do so, whatever it might have been, I don't think there's any denying that, I mean, the guys at a, a Knicks Heat game and a Devils-Rangers game in the same weekend, he's at the entirety of the off-season program. He's, he's agreeing to take part in, like, some sort of hard knocks documentary that they're doing on their website like who are you and what have you done with Aaron Rodgers of the last couple of years right if I'm a Packers fan I would completely be irritated with it but to to your point look I don't care if he goes to a basketball game or not he went to a Bucks game and uh, was trounced by David Bakhtiari on the beer chugging thing. Um, <laughs> but I would be really bothered by the off-season program part of this because as I, look, I was, for all the grief I take for not being critical enough of him over the years, 
I'm not sure anybody was as critical of him as I was for not taking part in last year's offseason program. There was yeah. no excuse. None. Zero. Zilch. Zip. Uh, 2020, COVID, no one had an offseason. 2011, CBA negotiations, nobody had an offseason. 2021, you're pissed at the world, especially Goody and the Packers, so you're demonstrating how pissed you are so you don't come to the offseason. I'm even fine with that one. But 2005 through 2010 and 2012 through 2019, the only time you missed anything at the offseason program was when the head coach excused you and other veterans from taking part so they could focus on young players. Otherwise, you said the same thing about the offseason program then as you're saying about the offseason program now with the Jets. You were saying how important it was to be around your teammates and to do things that bring you together off the field. You were talking about how valuable the work was with young players. Like, And then last year, you did the exact opposite. So, yeah, to Jim's point, and again, not knowing to what degree his raving <laughs> went, he, he's, he's right. I think he, I think he's absolutely right, and I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong as a Packers fan if you are critical of him when you juxtapose last off season with this off season and how he acted with the Packers compared to the way he's acting with them. He's clearly found he's found a new relationship, and he is in big time love. Whereas. He certainly had fallen out of love to some degree with the organization, maybe because they fell in love with love, who they don't really seem to love quite as much as they wanted us to think they loved. Yeah, no, that's, that's very true. true. Very true. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would agree with most of the latter half of your statement there, Jason. I, look, as a Packers fan, I, I really don't care, right? Like, I, I understand the importance of the offseason program, but I don't think it's as important as maybe we play it up to be, right? Like, I don't think they become an 11-win team last year if he's there with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I don't think it moves the needle as much as maybe we play it up to be. But ultimately, go to New York, get a haircut, be happy. I don't give a damn. We're flipping the page. We're on to Jordan Love, and that's where I'd like to go with you next, Jason, is obviously... Well, no, go ahead. Wait, I, I, I don't think they're an 11-win team if he comes to the offseason program either. Uh, I think they're a 12-win team if Devontae Adams is gone. I, mm-hmm. I agree I with think, that. But are they uh, one more win team than they were last year if Aaron Rodgers comes to the offseason program? I vote no. I think... Because really? here's the thing. I think they win in Detroit. Let's okay. just take that one. Sure. Right? If if he's if 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 there is any residual effect of him going to the offseason program, if it's Sammy Watkins knowing what the signal is. Because Sammy Watkins, you know, the other problem with the offseason program He wasn't there was either. When, when Rogers didn't show up, then nobody did. Because the, the leader didn't go, so everyone else was like, Well, I don't unless you had a lucrative workout bonus, you did not come to the offseason program as a veteran last year. Like, Aaron Jones came, but he had like a $700,000 workout bonus. Right. So, of course he did. Right. You know, Kenny Clark, same thing. Preston Smith, same thing. So, if it's the difference between one game being a win instead of a loss, that's also the difference for last year's team of being in the playoffs and not. So, yeah. uh, again, I don't, I don't think time spent with your teammates is ever wasted time. I was critical of him then. I'm just as critical, if not more so now, because now he is preaching.
team, and he's preaching all the things that we said were valuable about the offseason. Now, on to Jordan Love. On to Jordan Love. Uh, that's well said. I agree. Um, now, you mentioned it. This seems like the Packers aren't really in love with Love, right? They're kind of hedging their bets uh, with with this extension, only thirteen million guaranteed, rather than what uh, around twenty, with what which is what the fifth year option would have been had they picked it up. What does this tell you, Jason, that of, of what the Packers feel about Jordan Love? What does this extension tell you? Well, uh, if we're going to keep up with relationships, I like it. I love a good analogy. Yeah, well, I'm not the expert on those. Tausch is by far better than I am at that. Um, but if we're going to if we're going to use relationships. This is this is engaged to be engaged, right? Yeah. This is like this is like the uh, emerald ring that you give instead of the uh, diamond baguette that's a legit engagement ring. This is a boy. I sure like you a lot, and I really hope things work out between us because I could definitely see myself marrying you. Uh, but then there's this girl on Instagram I saw, and boy, she's really hot. I kind of like her. Uh, but she's not available now, but she might be available next year in the draft. Her name is Drake May. Um, you know, like, I, I, I think this is good. You know, I was not a believer that they would do this. I thought they would either decline the option or give it to them to send the message that, hey, we are 100% behind you. This is, and I never got to the end of Breaking Bad. It felt to me like every character was a villain to some degree, and I, I, I like good guys versus bad guys. Um, but there's a line in there about no half measures. This is a distinctive half measure, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it gives it gives the player a measure of uh, security that if he were to suffer a catastrophic injury this season. Or if he were to play really, really, really badly, at least he got ten and a half million more guaranteed than he was already supposed to get. Because remember, his base salary for this year was already guaranteed as part of his original deal, so that's three million there. So he's really only getting ten and a half more million, which is still a lot, no doubt about it, of guaranteed money given to him. But it's certainly a lot less than the. million or 20.3 million that he would have been guaranteed in 2024 with the with the fifth year option. I want. I was telling Homer and Tony this a minute ago. uh, When I'm done with you guys, I'm going to reach out to to Rob Demonte because I would be curious if his folks at ESPN Stats and Information can tell us how many times a player who was under consideration for a fifth year option got this type of, for lack of a better term, placeholder contract, because it's not like a full-fledged, right. you know, four years, $85 million, like you might have given an edge rusher or something. Uh, and it's not the fifth-year option. Half that, it's something in between. And so I'd be curious how many times this has happened, because you look back on the Packers' history with the fifth-year option. And in 2012, they drafted Nick Perry. And Nick Perry had his option declined after his third season. Uh, so did Derek Sherrod the year before. So did Dayton Jones the year after. But then he had a good enough season where they, they signed him to a one-year deal. He played on that in what would have been his fifth season. Played really well then, got himself a big, 
very good anymore and didn't even make it through that contract. So this is something that I have not seen done before. I do think it's really smart. I think it's a win for the Packers that they've bought themselves some time without the major commitment that they would have had to give with the, with the fifth-year option. Derek Sherrod and Dayton Jones are two names I never thought I would hear again, Jason. Thanks for that. Uh, you know, it's crazy. They have, you know, you, you go beyond them and they give Ha Ha Clinton Dix the fifth year option, but then they trade him. And they traded him, yeah. Away at the trade deadline. Uh, Kenny Clark got it and deserved it. Uh, they didn't have a first round pick at 17 because they traded out and did not take TJ Watt, who, yeah. oh, by the way, got the fifth-year option, and then came to camp and was basically like, look, man, I ain't playing for just a one-year guarantee. I want a full deal. I'm not practicing until you pay me, which was totally smart of him. And then Jair picked it up. Uh, Both guys last year, Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage, they pick it up, although I think they probably regret the Savage one. No doubt. And now here we are. Fascinating. Jason, uh, two questions. We took up all our time with you. Uh, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to hop on the show. Always for you guys. All right, take care. Be good. That's Jason Wildy. That is a winning interview from Jason Wildy. You can go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Over $10 million in jackpots last month alone uh, in April. It's now May. Still winners happening at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.